5: I'm Mike Harrison and as always we're working on your financial freedom I want to thank you for tuning in today today's show we're gonna focus on single-family rental home purchasing and investing we're gonna talk about the current market conditions especially compared to market conditions just six months ago what a drastic change we have had in such a, a short amount of time and then do our best to look forward and see or predict our best prediction for the next six months 12 months going forward now we can read all the articles we want about this however I think it would be much better to talk to somebody who is essentially boots on the ground and involved in the purchasing of rental real estate property especially here in North Texas in the Dallas Fort Worth area and I have a guest on the show to help us navigate that conversation but before we get to that I want you listeners out there to to realize that because of the economic conditions we are experiencing right now and there's four cycles to the economy and obviously we're in that downturn cycle I don't think we've hit the bottom yet by any means and and you never know when you hit the bottom because everything is retrospective right it's looking back and then you can kind of judge where you've where you've been but personally for me I don't think we have hit the bottom of the cycle however We as real estate investors have not stopped investing. We are still purchasing rental assets. Yes, home prices are coming down. Why? Because interest rates and assets are in a reciprocal relationship. What does that mean? Well, when money was cheap, right? And the value of money is an interest rate. When money was cheap, assets were expensive. Now that money is expensive, the cost of money is expensive interest rates are up then asset pricing must come down to compensate people are gonna have to make some decisions if they want to sell their properties and for those who that must sell they're gonna have to just accept that they're gonna sell at a lower price today than they could six months ago than they could 12 months ago and if we keep going down we might see an equilibrium of prices a year Or two in the past so when rates are low the seller essentially can demand a higher price when rates are high not so much because people just simply a lot of people are priced out they can't afford it they can't essentially pay the additional interest required to buy that asset now that we're in the downturn we are currently in what we would call a buyers market now my guest on the show today Danny Gentry Danny is a realtor with Lifestyles Unlimited. He's on part of the Realty team here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Danny, welcome to the show. I really appreciate you taking the time today. Yeah, glad to be on, appreciate you having me. Excellent. Um, if you would, going forward, why don't you give us a little bit of background about yourself?
6: So, a little bit about me, um, for about the last, well, I've been in the insurance industry as an insurance producer at my dad's insurance, independent insurance agency for the last 10 plus years. And that's where my background is and insurance became monotonous boring the same thing over and over again and I got tired of it and decided you know what I've always had a passion for real estate and so I got my license up three and a half years ago and uh, started getting involved in that part-time along with still selling insurance and decided that uh, doing real estate full-time is what I wanted to do and uh, I I uh, came across Lifestyles through a client friend of mine who recommended that I take a look at it and get educated and join the program. And I joined myself earlier this year as a member and uh, started looking for opportunities to buy and never found a property that fit my criteria, what I was looking for. And throughout that process, Lifestyles sent out a blast to uh, all the members asking if they were interested in uh, joining the team as an agent. And I felt that was a perfect opportunity, perfect timing for me. And so back in April of this year, I made that jump from my current broker over to Lifestyles Realty Dallas. And uh, I love it. It's been the best decision that I've ever
5: made. I didn't know that you had joined as a member prior to that uh, at all. So that's, that's interesting. And why don't you explain just for the listener out there what your role is? Because we do have different levels of membership and when you go to the upper levels of our membership, then you have access to essentially the realty services that Lifestyles Unlimited offers. So, Danny, explain that for what, what it is you do, what your role is.
6: So I'm a single-family realtor within Dallas in our, our office. Uh, I take care of our preferred and our challenge members. Uh, that are looking for properties. Uh, I blast up properties on a weekly basis and mem- Members can respond back to me with the quest analysis or review my comps and uh, so on and so forth And then members also come to me asking to help them sell either their personal primary residence and help them buy a new primary Residence and also sell their rental portfolio that they need assistance with.
5: Yeah, I've used both sides of that. I joined at our basic level and then after I don't think it was quite a year Um, maybe just under a year I moved up to the challenge level because I needed to essentially move at a faster pace so I've used the realty services they've found properties for me I've purchased those and I've also used the realty services what you mentioned as an owner when it's time to move on from a property I can come to you guys first and essentially say hey here's a property why don't you send this out to our membership um, explain what a blast is we've got a few seconds here
6: uh, so an email blast is a property that either I found or someone sent to me uh, whether it be a, a member or a wholesaler or just some other property I've come across uh, that where I'm able to run the comps myself and give a an analysis called Quest that gives them uh, basic information about the property that they can review to potentially buy
5: perfect so essentially we as buyers can make a quick decision. My name is Mike Harrison. We'll be right back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor
4: Radio Show continues in moments.
0: I don't know which one bums you out more, the the little wheel, you get in the little wheel and run, or the cubicle. Go to your prison cubicle. Think about being in prison every day. What do you do? You get up every day and stand in your cubicle. Maybe sit in your cubicle. What do you do when you go to work every day? Go to the cubicle. I couldn't put up with it when I was there. had to get out.
1: Ready to get out too? Learn how at LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com.
0: The rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Not because that's the way it's set up but because of the knowledge.
2: When put into action, knowledge is power. At Lifestyles Unlimited, we empower you to live the lifestyle of your dreams through passive real estate income. For over 30 years, our successful members have shared their knowledge through case studies, classes, and mentoring. Tap into that knowledge, attend a free workshop online. Register now at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com.
0: Stop waiting, stop sitting around, stop procrastinating. This is your time, make it happen. Do it now. When's the best time? Now. People go, well, I don't know. It's going to crash. It's going to be better next year. It's, I've got to listen to four more classes. I love guys come up to me and tell me, you know I've been listening to you on the radio for eight years now, right? <laughs> I go, and you're not rich yet? Well, really, I'm thinking about joining next month. (laughs) Do it now.
1: Learn the skills you need to retire with real estate in five years or less. Do it now. Register for the Lifestyles Unlimited free online workshop. LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com.
3: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month.
2: New iPhone 15s? It's better
4: over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Back to your map to financial freedom you're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's real estate investor radio show
5: welcome back to the show I'm Mike Harrison if you have any questions or comments or would like to understand how to get started as a real estate investor please send me an email I'm here to help my email address is ask Mike at luc.com and LU stands for lifestyles unlimited so my email address is askmike at l-u-i-n-c.com, and I do respond personally to each and every email I get. And also, there are four ways to consume the Lifestyles Unlimited radio network content. The easiest way, the one I use, is podcast app on your smartphone just to subscribe to the show. It will automatically upload. If you're driving somewhere or you have some free time, you can listen to the show on your ter- on your time. Uh, obviously, you can go to the website, lifestylesunlimited.com, click on the radio button. There are decades of radio shows there, so you can go to the website. You can also go to YouTube. We have our own YouTube channel, Lifestyles Unlimited. Just type that in on YouTube and ton of content there, and then you can always live stream us on your favorite radio station. I have a guest on today's show from our Realty Services team here in Dallas-Fort Worth, single family realtor, Danny Gentry. And Danny was a member of Lifestyles Unlimited. He joined Lifestyles Unlimited because he wanted to invest in real estate, rental real estate properties, and was doing that. And as he was doing that, there was an opportunity. As a realtor himself, he said, heck, I can work with the Lifestyles Unlimited realty team and find properties for others, for our other members. And, and that's what he does. So, Danny, why don't you describe what, what makes a a good rental property? What are we looking for?
6: Uh, you know, there's a lot of different criteria there that we could look for, and some people are more picky than others. Uh, but a, a good property is going to be one that, uh, for us, is distressed. I and mean, we look for properties that are below market value that we can go in and rehab and bring up to today's market value and, and one that's going to cash flow. And there's several metrics that go involved into the calculations of those properties. But a good property that is the, the typical 3-2 uh, house uh, brick that's you know 1950s or newer, prefer, preferably, uh, but one that's uh, got some work that needs to be done to it. And you know, it's a good area um, location wise, and it's just one of the worst properties in the neighborhood that needs some love and care and be able to bring that up to today's value and put a renter in it.
5: That was hard for me to overcome. I purchased a rental property before I joined Lifestyles Unlimited. And it, it was a lesson I learned, but I bought a really nice property, right? I bought a four-bedroom, three-bath, crown molding, wood floors throughout, um, not just a, a good neighborhood. I, I would consider it an up-and-coming great neighborhood. And it was a newer property because in my mindset, I was thinking, oh, it's got to be a super nice place to rent out. And, and what happened was I got I got some upper-end People obviously the home rented immediately um, but they're the good credit people that were essentially being transferred down here and what I found was no one would stay in the property more than a year in fact uh, they were asking to get out of the property earlier and and I just didn't want to pay the fees to release or anything like that so that was counterintuitive to me so yes the model is good neighborhood distressed property and it's pretty amazing how many distressed properties are out there how do you how do you find these properties Danny?
6: I've developed relationships with uh, a lot of wholesalers out there I've developed quite a few uh, friendships and relationships with my wholesalers that are out there and uh, they either email blast to me or they'll send me a text with an update of particular properties that they have um, available to our members uh, to get Um, as well as MLS. MLS has some good deals out there Um, But primarily, I search uh, through Facebook groups that are out there and be able to provide uh, those relationships that I've developed over the last few months.
5: Yeah, I've learned that if a property hits MLS, one, it probably doesn't meet our criteria. And two, if if you have your search and it's at a certain price and, and you look at it, you're often late to the game. So you're selling, you're finding properties and offering those to our members that essentially haven't even quote-unquote hit the official market um, it's kind of a, a what do they call that a pocket deal is what's the term for that pocket deal, yes Off market pocket deal because these wholesalers know certain neighborhoods and people that we all see the signs right sell your home today or I buy ugly homes or something like that so these guys find sellers and they're putting them together with buyers and so that's how your relationship comes into play essentially um, and then for the listeners, I want, I want people to understand people are always having to sell a property for whatever reason. Um, Danny, what are you seeing some of the reasons why folks are having to get out of these properties, uh, or they're just not taking care of them?
6: There's various reasons. I mean, I, I don't really hear a whole lot of stores of wine they're needing to get out, um, whether yeah. it's a, a foreclosure or it's a divorce situation or just, it's just they're just a financial stress and need to get rid of the property.
5: Yeah, I remember looking at uh, talking about distressed properties um, w- when I was knee deep into it. I, there was a property that uh, essentially I was tagged on and went to go see it. And I, uh, my youngest daughter was with me. And I think she was about seven Um and the house was locked and so i went around to the backyard and there was a dead cat in the backyard and it wasn't rotten or anything i mean i guess it was just freshly dyed and the foot was sticking straight up and there's a couple windows that were broken there was a hole in the roof the fence was blown down um the grass was waist deep and i just looked at my youngest daughter i was like gosh this house is perfect and i mean she was crying and, and ran away um and i and i didn't get the house unfortunately but it would have been uh, a perfect house so Danny, when you're looking at these houses, what's most attractive to what are people wanting? Are they wanting cash flow? Are they wanting cash-on-cash cash return uh, metrics? Do they want equity capture? Is one more important than the other?
6: It's really a combination of all those factors. It kind of depends on the investor, in particularly what they're looking for. Um, I've got investors that are uh, fairly recent retired or about to be retired, and cash flows they're their motto, what they're looking for, and I have other folks that are newer to the game and all they care about uh, equity capture, how high they can get, and then I've got some that really want low cash out of pocket and are fine with a mixture of the numbers, so it's really a combination of just where the investor is at in their, their process.
5: You had a get a great one that came out, I don't know if it was yesterday or over the weekend, but I was looking at the email and... I just want the listener to understand it was a $38,000 equity capture. It was a 12.5% cash on cash return and only $26,000 out of pocket. That, I mean, that, that sounds like a great deal to me. Do you remember what the rehab cost would have been, Danny? And I want to talk about that on the other side, um, why that, how that comes into play with essentially the math here.
6: That particular one, I don't recall, but I want to say it was around 60000
5: 60000 was the rehab cost, yet the buyer was only going to pay $26,000 out of pocket. Now, I, I guarantee people listening to us right now are saying, wait a second, how is that even possible that you're going to only pay $26,000 for a house? You're going to make $38,000 when you buy it, yet the rehab is sixty. Danny, keep that in mind because we're going to hit that on the other side. My name's Mike Harrison.
4: Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show
1: continues next. Successful Lifestyles Unlimited member retires in 10 months.
2: The hardest part for me was to drop off my son, go to a job that I absolutely hated for five years, but know that that was a sacrifice that I needed to make, and then only be able to get to spend two hours with him after school before he had to go back to bed. So that's why once we started and we joined Lifestyles, we said, okay, we have a roadmap. We know what we're gonna do. And then a month later, we find out we're pregnant with baby number two, and we're like, okay, we gotta kick it up a notch. So that's how we were able to Purchased four different properties and um, replaced in 10 months, months replaced my income in 10 months so that whenever I finished maternity leave, I didn't have to go back to work.
5: I think a, I think a couple weeks before she baby came out is when we closed on a fourplex and that was enough for her not to have to go back to work.
1: Are you ready for your roadmap to real estate retirement? Attend the online free workshop just like Carolina did. Register lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com.
0: We went from... live to 100% virtual. And you know, the funny thing is, is that nobody wants to go back to work now that work from home, right? So now my members are like, well, Dell, we want to keep those virtual things open because now I know all the people in Miami and I know all the people in Chicago. I know all the people now know each other from all over the country because of these virtual events.
2: The free workshop, How to Retire in Five Years or Less, is online. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com
6: we sold one of my wife's properties and actually did a 1031 exchange
2: and we bought three brand new builds in Fort Worth. Um, So right now, collectively, we have three of her inherited properties and then three properties in Fort Worth that we've done through Lifestyles. And you turn one property into
6: three, tripling your cash flow. Exactly.
1: Well done. Learn to increase your cash flow. Register for the workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com.
4: listening to lifestyles unlimited real estate investor radio show will
5: change your life now here's your host welcome back to the lifestyles unlimited real estate investor radio show I'm Mike Harrison and as always we're working on your financial freedom if you have any questions or comments for me my email address is ask Mike at dot Ask Mike at luin If you'd like to learn more about what it is we do as real estate investors, how we make money five different ways on single-family properties, six different ways on multifamily properties, I invite you to join our free workshop, and you can find that at freeworkshoplivestream.com, freeworkshoplivestream.com. It's interactive. We'll show you exactly those five different streams of income on the single-family property. We've talked about several of those today. For instance, cash-on-cash cash return, equity capture, that, those sort of things. And also, you'll see how we run our business and how we invest in real estate. It's how I started. So, again, that's FreeWorkshopLivestream.com. I have a guest on the show today, uh, Danny Gentry. He's a realtor with our Realty Services team here at the Dallas-Fort Worth Lifestyles Unlimited office. And and what Danny does as a realtor, so we have our own realty team, okay? And what Danny does is he sorts through, essentially, opportunities, opportunities, right? These houses that are for sale, and he's gonna go through, and he's gonna do the math beforehand, okay? So you can find properties on your own, or you can utilize our service, and it it comes with upper-level membership but essentially what Danny does is he finds this property that a wholesaler has he says the wholesalers like hey Danny I've got one for sale here's what they want to sell it for and then Danny's going to go in and he's going to go okay what should this property be worth because this is a distressed property for instance let's say everything in the neighborhood is selling for 225,000 but suddenly this owner, and there's going to be a reason why, but follow me here, is selling this house for 150 So immediately Danny's going to do the math and go, wow, there's a potential opportunity. How much is the rehab going to be? And then based on that, if it's a good deal, if it has a solid return, he's going to send out what's called an email blast. Now our members can subscribe to these email blasts, and it'll come across, and I saw one literally just this morning I was looking at my email that Danny himself sent out this property has a thirty eight thousand dollar equity capture it has a twelve point five percent cash on cash return where can you put your money today that will pay you twelve point five percent by the way when done right that that's gonna be tax-free so essentially a hundred thousand dollar investment although that that's not how much is gonna go in this house but for simple Aggie math a hundred thousand dollar investment would pay you twelve and a half, $12,500 per year. But this particular property, $38,000 equity capture, 12.5% return, yet it was only $26,000 out of pocket, and it needed 60000 in repairs. Danny, how is that even possible that somebody can go write a check for 26000 yet have the ability to put $60,000 worth of repairs into a property?
6: Well, they're using uh, what's called hard money, Um, using uh, other people's money, not their own, in order to buy that asset. Um, They're using hard money to uh, close quickly. A lot of places want to sell their house quickly, and conventional is going to take long. So they're able to not use their own cash or using other people's cash.
5: And that was, again, that was interesting for me to learn once i joined lifestyles unlimited because i told you i bought the really nice property right the one that's already perfectly fixed up uh bought that and leased it out but here at lifestyles we find these distressed properties and it's it's incredible what you can come across because let's say some somebody's had a house for 40 years for whatever reason and, and maybe they've passed away or or maybe the family has decided to sell the house but imagine a a forty or fifty-year-old house that literally has had no maintenance. I mean, everything inside it is broken. Uh, the roof is dilapidated. The siding's dilapidated. Maybe the windows work. Maybe they don't. Maybe the appliances don't work. But what a hard money lender does, what Danny mentioned, let's go back to that neighborhood where every property is worth two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Yet you are buying the property for only one hundred and twenty-five or one hundred and fifty. What a hard money lender does. And I had never even heard of this before but they lend on the final value of the asset so the lender saying that's not a hundred and twenty five thousand dollar house that's a two hundred and twenty five thousand dollar house provided you do and here's a list of repairs that need to be done and based on that there's enough money within the loan to pay for the repairs. so that's how somebody could come along, they could purchase this property, they can write a check for $26,000, immediately make 38000 thousand. What is Danny, what is that, about 120% uh, uh, return on that? I, I, I don't remember the metrics on that particular deal, but it sounds like about 126. So immediately they make all their money back, plus then built in the asset. So that's, that's kind of the deals that Danny will find and he'll send out. So, Danny, what I want to ask you is you, you've been doing this long enough is it easier or more difficult with this economic downturn to find viable rental properties today? It's becoming
6: easier than it was several months ago. Uh, there's more opportunities out there. More people are looking to sell. Uh, the market has indeed shifted. It's not quite as crazy. It's not a seller's market. It is a buyer's market. Uh, yeah. It's the it's, it's combination, I would say. It's almost neutral. Um, but at the same time, it, since there's so many opportunities out there, buyers have more to pick from and there's more opportunities for us to, able to weed through and find the better deals.
5: It makes sense. Um, there, are, there are fewer buyers, but there's always going to be those sellers. And again, the price is coming down. So if you're a motivated seller, for whatever reason, you've got to unload this property so it gets easier in the downturn it's harder when times are good so obviously Danny you're not seeing what we were seeing a year ago where a house would come on the market and there'd be 15 or 20 offers for that property correct that's correct yeah that's gone that's gone away I want to ask you this I got well I always get pushback um, from people for whatever reason and the reasons I was getting the lat you know from 2015 to 2016 2017 all the way through 2022 is people didn't want to buy because assets kept going up going up going up but now that you just mentioned it prices are coming down it's easier to find these properties I still get pushback from people do you see the same on both sides
6: I do. I see pushback on both sides, but we are seeing more negotiations between the two parties, which is helpful at the price point or just the, the overall transaction. What's negotiated the process.
5: Yeah. Um, it's just interesting. I think people are always looking for the reason they realize that they need to do something different yet. There's just great fear for whatever reason to do something different. Um, And on the other side, I want to talk a little more about those first-time buyers. But before we get to that, what about appraisals? Because it's important for the appraisal to come in on these properties. You're doing your analysis and saying it's worth X. Um, Any issues with appraisals? Has that changed because of the economic downturn?
6: Yeah, we've seen some changes here lately. I I think the thing with appraisers they don't really want to be the first guy or that one guy that keeps pushing value. Uh, even in this current market. Uh, we are seeing uh, these appraisers come out a little tighter, a little lower than they were just, I'd say two, three months ago. Uh, so, us as realtors, uh, we try to, we'll, we use our comp data with Quest giving us as well as MLS data, and we come up with a value that we feel is a uh, very solid figure that would make sense in the market. But even that number, it may still be slightly higher than what it really should be. So we pull that value just yeah. a, down just a little bit to make sure that we're within reason. And that's typically where numbers are landing right now. It's not quite what it was, but it's still pretty solid.
5: Yeah, and you've got to be conservative. If you're sending a property out to somebody and, and your analysis says it's worth 225. dollars um, we don't want it to come back and be worth 220. So I want the listener to understand that we are being conservative and more often than not, it's coming back with a higher appraisal. My name is Mike Harrison. We'll be right back after a short break.
4: Lifestyles unlimited's real estate investor radio show returns in a moment. Got questions? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com.
0: What would you say to women out there, Kelly? if they're thinking about doing this, if they're sitting out there right now going, I'm trapped with a glass ceiling where I work, I know I can't go up any further, there's there's no room there. What would you say to them about becoming their own boss?
2: Well, you know, you can decide to stay where you're at and keep trying to crack that glass ceiling. But at the end of the day, in this environment, it is so easy you know, to be able to get out of that mold. People know me and they come up to me and they're very gracious and they don't look at me and say, oh, you're a woman. I'm not going to invest with you. I'm going to go over here. There's no real gender there.
1: Are you ready to be a part of a world where there are no glass ceilings, no gender bias, no limits? Start like award-winning real estate investor Kelly did with the online workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. When you look at the effects of what
5: happened in 2008, and you compare it to what we are hopefully coming out of right now, real estate has definitely shown its resiliency. It has provided for people not only a place to live, but a place to work, a place to raise their children, a place to teach their children, a place to prepare all of their meals.
2: And that's really where the rubber meets the road, is that there are two things that people have to have and they strive very hard to have them and that's a roof over their head and food on the table and if you are investing in something related to either of those two things you are going to have a winning strategy and in addition to that you're providing something of value to the people around you and creating a win-win situation while creating wealth and passive income for yourself is the best life you can
1: get. Real estate is resilient. You should have real estate in your portfolio. Join us for the next live online free workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com.
4: Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's real estate investor radio show.
5: Welcome back to the show. I'd like to invite you to our Wealth and Passive Income Expo and Master's Tour that will take place February 15th through February 18th, 2023, right here in Irving, Texas. Fantastic venue at that Toyota Music Factory in the Irving Convention Center. Excellent show. If you get a chance, I really, really invite you. Uh, to come take a look and meet like-minded investors. Danny will be there. Our realty services teams will be there. I'll be there. You can get more information at wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com, wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. All right, Danny, let's talk about that um, 600-pound gorilla in the room. Everything I'm reading, interest rates are in the sevens, six or sevens, in my opinion, potentially going up further however I know that lenders need to lend right they need to stay in business uh, because that's what they do they have to pay their people so what's the reality of what are you really seeing as far as interest rates go to um, investors like myself
6: the interest rates are actually coming down a little bit within the last few weeks they've been in the low to mid sixes and now's the time to buy. I don't sit and wait until those interest rates keep climbing in the sevens and eights and higher uh, where they were several months ago. So now would be the time to buy. I mean, I've seen people lock in on low 6s. I've seen people in the, the 7s. Uh, people want to buy down the rate. That's still a possibility as well.
5: My first property I purchased was at 5.5. Fun fact. Um, and really, the interest rate is only one factor. In making this entire deal work essentially right if it cash flows at a five or a six or a seven and that's what the rate is you're gonna get at the end of the day the interest rate doesn't matter because you have the additional cash that's coming in provided that cash flow is at a level that meets your strategy or the parameters that you've set for yourself if you say I need to make $300 a month uh, or I need to make this percent a return, and, and let's go back to that one that just came out within the last two days that you sent out. Um, that was a twelve point five percent cash on cash return, and that's baking in these upper level interest rates. So money's expensive. The assets are going to have to come down, but it's all it's reciprocal. It's all got to equal equalize out. And Danny, you're not going to send out anything that's got negative cash flow. Is there what? are there some parameters on what you're sending out, or, or what do you look for, or is there a level that you're seeking before you send it out?
6: Of course, and there's certain criteria that have to fit in order for us to send out a property that's going to fit the, the member, the, the investor's end goal. I mean, it's, it's got to have equity capture, it's got to have cash flow and the rental rate, and plugging in all the figures between adding the insurance and the property taxes. There's there's different variables that come to play to make sure it fits our members before I send it out.
5: Yeah, it makes sense. What percentage are you having to go back to the wholesaler and say, this doesn't work? Or do you push stuff back and then the wholesaler goes back to the owner and asks for a lower price? Is is there any negotiation on that end before it, it comes out?
6: That does happen, for sure. Uh, if, if, if we sit on it for a couple of days and there's no movement, then I will definitely go back to the wholesaler, I'd say maybe 10% of the time, and we're able yeah. to get a, a rate reduction on it, yeah.
5: Yeah, so the wholesaler has to go back to the owner and basically have a conversation about uh, reality, right? Hey, Correct. Uh, you want this, right? There's there's what we want, and then there's what the property Will sell for and especially if it's a distressed property then I can tell you that pretty much eliminates uh, the majority of of people that aren't real estate investors they're not necessarily looking for a project um, out there so it's only real estate investors that are buying it Um, so yeah good to know that you can push back and say hey if you know if you drop it another 20 grand then I can potentially find a buyer for that property so Let's go to those first time real estate investors. I can tell you, I'm the guy that joined Lifestyles because I wanted to learn how to be more effective. And yet it still took me six months to purchase my first property. If you can imagine that, um, what's the time frame that you're seeing from, uh, new members to their first purchase?
6: Depends on if they have their ducks in a row. <laughs> if yeah. they've got the financing ready to go and they have a the game plan, they that met with their mentor, they know what their their game plan, their map is going to be. Uh, then there's others that are uh, going to be a type B person that are going to be all about the numbers and paralysis analysis, and it's going to take them anywhere 23 to 6, 9 or 12 months before they buy that first one. So it, it varies. I'd say 3 to 6 is typical.
5: That was me. Um I, boy I just I knew I was on something but I was overcoming I'll, I'll tell you I can sum it up um, Blake Johnson uh, who's who's one of our GC's uh, who does rehab for people like myself he basically has a, a sticker that he gives you and it says um, it's not your house it's your investment or something along those lines and he's like Harrison this is an investment you have to think of it as an investment And I had to overcome, I mean, that first house, literally, I showed up and I looked at it and I told my, I was, I was turning around. I was getting back in my truck. The windows were kicked out. The AC was gone. The hot water heater was gone. Um, Some weird room had been painted all black and I didn't know what they were using it for. They had cut holes in the wall so they can, uh, uh, essentially they cut hole through one wall so that they can walk directly into a bathroom rather than have to go through the master's bedroom and i called back and i said i'm not buying this property and it was one of the realtors at lifestyles and basically said harrison if you don't buy this property i've got 20 people that will buy this property um so i bought it are are you seeing some people crawfish at the actual once they see the property they'll say yes and then go see it and then what's the reaction
6: oh yes that happens quite often Uh, If they get scared of the current condition and just if if it doesn't look nice, new and pristine like uh, the house do online or their own house, they get scared of it. They they get scared of those exact things. And I would typically that's the type of property that we see is those that um, have weeds in the yard or cars in the yard, a house full of junk um, or just a, a distressed property that has not been maintained and taken care of.
5: People, they're imagining themselves living in this property in these conditions. And, yes, the fact is people will live in these properties in these conditions. However, we're not slumlords, and it's amazing what a great GC can do to a property. It's going to be nice, clean, and pristine after the rehab, that property we were talking about earlier was $60,000. Do you know what you can do to a house with $60,000? How about new carpet, new tile, new appliances, new paint, uh, change out all the doorknobs, change out all the electrical fixtures? Um, I'm probably leaving 20 things out uh, that these people do, new blinds in the windows. Um, it's, it's pretty incredible. Uh, Danny, I, I know you know who David Fisher is, but he basically says... That if a house smells like cat pee it's a good investment and as funny as that saying sounds he's absolutely correct in in his uh on it are are, most of these houses are they empty by the time they turn or i mean i know you're dealing with wholesalers are we having to get people out what's going on there
6: most of them are empty there's a handful here and there Either occupied by another tenant or the actual uh, homeowner, but 90% of the time they are empty and it's, uh, we're going in pretty quickly and buying it, and rehabbing it, moving forward with it.
5: Gotcha. All right, Danny, I want to go back to that point. You joined Lifestyles as a member before becoming a realtor. Uh, why did you join Lifestyles and what were you looking for? What turned you from the insurance industry to see that real estate was a, a good a, a good asset to invest in?
6: Well, first and foremost, my uh, IRA was not growing as fast as I'd like to. Uh, <laughs> I'm a fairly young guy am my 30s. yeah, and know uh, I've got time. Um, but I saw where real estate was the uh, vehicle, uh, if you will, uh, the opportunity to make my money grow faster um, then my own money putting into the stock market or the IRA or, or what have you.
5: Yes. And the fact that you realize that as, as young as you are that the IRA isn't performing, um, that immediately puts you in the 5% club. Cause I think most 30 year olds are, they're just doing what they were taught. They're doing what their peers are doing. They're doing what their parents have shown them is the best way. And that's just head down, feed the IRA, head down, feed the IRA. And, the fact that you're admitting, which was, it's difficult for a lot of people, but, hey, my IRA's not what it should be, and if you're projecting that forward, then there's only one other thing to do, and that's to go f- change paths, right? Change yeah. change what you're doing. If you're doing the same thing over and over, that's insanity. So, Danny, we got a few seconds. What would you say to anyone uh, considering investing in real estate themselves?
6: I would say go for it, you can't. I mean, there's five ways to lose money. You, you just got to do it. You got to have faith and you got to take a leap and, and go do it. Uh, you're not going to get anywhere in life unless you do take some risk and, and go for it.
5: Yeah, people are always going to need clean, functional housing. Um, that yeah. part's not going away. Uh, the fact that we can essentially buy these houses on sale right now is... I mean, it's something we only see every 10 or 12 years. So, Danny, thanks again. I really appreciate you taking the time. For the rest of you out there, I want you to understand it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. My name is Mike Harrison. See you next week.